Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. This is Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty Podcast. My name is Nate, and we're back. And with me, as always, via Zoom communication, ticker symbol ZM, is Charles Dot Thompson. How's it going, man? <laughs> ticker symbol ZM. <laughs> oh, it's going good. You know, I, I missed everyone yesterday. You were traveling back from good old Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Where I have, fa- mm-hmm. I have family down there. You go down there more often than I do, I think. And uh, you've got one family down there. Yeah. <laughs> and we need to go sometime together. That would be nice. And uh, so I missed everyone yesterday, but today. Your family's way more Louisiana than mine is, though. Yeah, like, yours is kind of Arkansas. It's one it's, minute away from the Arkansas border. So, yeah. <laughs> Where I'm from in Louisiana, they say anything north of I 10 doesn't count. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it doesn't count. Yeah, but, I tend to the interstate that runs through New Orleans. Just so you guys know, if you're unfamiliar with your Louisiana geography, let me yeah. give you a lesson. Well, my grandma <laughs> votes in Louisiana, so okay, there you go. But that's where she votes. So today's voting day. How about that? Yeah, good day. Good day to cast your ballots because that's when they allow you to do it. Oh, you could have done early voting or anything like that. You already voted, right? I did. I voted last week. Way. I have not yet. So after this show, I'm on my way to the to the ballot box to drop an entry and we'll see how that goes. So today can be a very nerve wracking day for a lot of people. Um, I, I think that what I wanted to do today was try to talk through this a little bit with what we can expect and what we can expect in the, in the future overall, depending on what happens today. And so a great I, uh, post for my brother for us to go over. Oh God. So. Okay. Um, yeah. That's that's a good one. We I've I've got so much dumb bleep of the week right now, and by Friday they're not going to really be worth anything. Honestly, they they <laughs> those uh, those dumb bleeps expire on Friday, and uh, they're I think those are going to expire worthless. So th- I think maybe we could use some of them today. But yeah, do I, it. What I want to do the people in the live group, people in the live group that are that are typing away in there, give me some pros and cons for. Trump and for Biden. Now, let's assume that it's going to be either Trump or Biden who wins the election. And we're not going to do none of us. And I know you guys in the live group aren't going to do it. We're not going to do that annoying libertarian thing where, well, well, Jorgensen's going to, I did a poll on our Twitter. I said, who do you think is going to win the election? Like 28% of people said Joe Jorgensen. Guys, I'm sorry. She's not going to win the election. Okay. I want to know here first. I want to know who people actually think is going to win the election. Not who you want to win the election. And so we're going to talk about. You want to bet on this? uh, Between the two candidates? Yeah. um, Like your paycheck? God bless. No, I can't do it. (laughs) Let's bet your, let's bet your paycheck. Talk talk to the wife. (laughs) Bet, you know, I'll bet my paycheck. You bet your paycheck. Yeah. 
So give me uh, give me pros and cons for both candidates uh, that are likely to win. Uh, because what I want to do is try and get everyone mentally prepared for the next four years, the next four to eight years, uh, the next 25 years. What can we expect? Does any of this matter? That's what I wanted to ask you first, Charlie. Does any of this matter? To the, does today matter? Um, a little, I would say a little bit. And the reason why is because the office of the president has so much power. Uh, so I think it does actually matter a little bit. It matters um, to, to your taxes. It matters to the stock market. It matters to business and investments. It matters for the price of, of cost of goods. So it, it does actually matter. Now, does it affect you in becoming successful or achieving your your hopes and your dreams? No, it shouldn't. Because on the flip side of that, it doesn't matter what government does or who the president's going to be. There is still a way to win. As Jason Stapleton would say, if you're a winner, you will find a way no matter what. Nobody can hold you back. And so, in, in essence, my answer to that question is uh, both. I choose both. It doesn't <laughs> matter and it does matter. Yeah. So I think it is going to affect people. Um, and I think it's actually going to affect uh, how much you pay in taxes. It's going to affect the, the, the cost of goods. It's going to affect your retirement. It's going to affect those things that at the end of the day, we talk a lot here about personal responsibility. Why? Because it shouldn't matter to you who the president is. So the answer is both. Yeah. What would you say to that? I, I, I agree uh, from a philosophical point of view that it should not matter. I well, think that's it, who I am. I'm Mr. Charlie yeah. philosophy. I think it Mr. does. Philosophy. I think it does matter. Uh, just on like a, uh, I don't know, the actions you'll have to take, like say if the, all the taxes are higher and we have a completely different regulatory environment. Well, even though you're a winner and you're going to win, there might be a lot of different actions you have to take or you might have to try a bit harder. And so at the end of the day, the end result of your life, it should not matter uh, for, for what you do as a person. Now, is it going to matter day to day what actions you have to take as a business or a, as an individual to to climb that mountain that Kamala Harris wants you to climb uh it, is that is that going to change yeah it could change for for a few years it's possible uh, so the, i'm trying to figure out whether or not anyone needs to be freaking out regardless of what happens i think the answer really is uh not any more so than you already should be honestly i mean do you think that the next do you, do you honestly think that if Trump wins right now, that 25 years from now is going to look a whole lot different, whether or not Trump wins or doesn't win today? I mean, look, that's possible, Bo. I honestly I mean, don't. Depending on the amount of riots that break out. I, I think, <laughs> see, we, and we can get into some of this. I think if Trump wins today. Is this um, going to be a conspiracy therapy? Th therapy, therapy conspiracy, conspiracy therapy therapies. Episode? Yeah. Con That's my favorite kind of therapy. I'm a conspiracy therapist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. We need to write that down somewhere. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, what kind of therapy you do? I, just I dabble in a little conspiracy therapy. <laughs> really gets my brain going. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that conspiracy therapist. MD. Yeah. <laughs> MD. <laughs> I can write scripts. <laughs> no, this is not a conspiracy theory. I think if Trump wins, um, they're gonna there's gonna be riots. Obviously massive riots it's going to be it's going to make this year look like 
a, just a joke. Like, oh, guys, yeah. you remember when only some of the city was on fire? Man, that was nice. Like, the, I had a friend of mine send me a picture of a, a gun and said, it's it's loaded and ready. Hopefully it doesn't get too crazy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, wow. Wow. Um, I'm not taking it that far, but, you know, what I think aren't far away. What I think is regardless, if Trump wins right now, I don't have a, a more positive outlook as far as the government and politics goes anyway, because I think if Trump wins right now, we swing even harder left in four years. So I, I think that's the general direction we're going. I'm not the Democrats are going to say, oh, well, we didn't put up a candidate that was hard enough left because, look, Biden's pretty moderate. I mean, he's down the line. He, you know, he's what essentially what Republicans are now with a little bit more of a tiny bit left views. Yeah. Um, he's not. Biden is the status quo, essentially. This guy is groomed and and just a typical politician who's been in government for 47 years he, <laughs> and he's exactly who almost everyone wants to be there yeah because yeah. he's the he's a yes man like hey are you going to start some more wars yes <laughs> hey are you going to get this contract for us yes hey is your son gonna help us with this uh cocaine shipment yes <laughs> like he's a yes man yeah and that's what most people want in washington because they're easy to manipulate um, tell me the one thing before we get too deep into the weeds here, because what I when I what I want to run through is what is this going to mean for the next few years? What's this going to mean for uh, the long term future? What are some of the if you're going back and forth today, what's some good things you can look to come from a Biden Harris administration? Uh, please, someone tell me uh, what are some good things you could look for if Trump wins and what are the bad things that happens if either one of these people get in? And and just how we start mentally preparing for this, because as my wife sent me this meme, this person said, guys, I'm I'm really scared someone's going to win this election. <laughs> <laughs> and that honestly, I think, is how all of us feel right now. I'm terrified yeah. someone's going to win this election. No. Yeah. Not- so let's go through the the pros and the cons. You got some nice things laid out. But before we get there, I got to tell you about the sponsors of this show, y'all. Let me first tell you about expat money show dot com expat money show.com i'm telling y'all if you want to live like a true libertarian who gives a shit who the president is you can go live the expat lifestyle and you can learn how to do that by going to expat money show.com expat money show.com they also have a podcast with new shows every single week so just search expat money show they have a growing facebook group and a forum and it is the true way to live like a libertarian you can help or you can basically legally avoid taxation and live in a country that doesn't adhere to invasion and wars. And so if you want to learn and live like a true libertarian, go to expatmoneyshow.com, expatmoneyshow.com. We interviewed Mikel Thurup. Great dude. Go listen to the interview. That was a couple of weeks ago. And then also go check that out. Do it now. And then come back to the show to listen to our pros and cons. Time stands still on that old expat money show interview that we did. It's been... It's been a couple weeks away since uh, we did that. Uh, I said a few weeks this time <laughs> instead of a couple. I think you said a couple. We'll have to check the oh, tapes. I'm, well, hang on. I'm in a few. So <laughs> go back to a few. I want to interview him again. Actually, yeah, I do too. Sometime soon because it was, it was such a good conversation. One of the best interviews we've done. So go check that out. And then, uh, Nate, I think, yeah, I I'm think gonna, people might need some help after this election. I think people need help. Listen, this is important. 
both of us guys right here have found people to talk to other than just the two of us. If there's something that is making you uh, unhappy, keeping you from being happy right now, listen, go check out, look, here's the deal. Go to betterhelp.com slash GML. You can get 10% off your first month. Go to betterhelp.com slash GML. This is an amazing app slash website. You go on there, you sign up, you get matched up with a real live therapist that is going to talk you through whatever problems you're having, whether it's depression, uh, whether it's anxiety, are you worried about the election? Are you having different relationship problems? All kinds of different issues. They're going to give you a little questionnaire you're going to fill out, and it's going to ask what kind of therapist you want. Do you want a male, a female, uh, different different kind of life situations that you're in that can match you up with someone, and you can choose your therapist, choose the person that you're going to be talking to. It's so much cheaper than actually going in, and you won't risk getting COVID or anything from the person that you are calling or messaging or anything like that. Uh, so it's it's even safer and it's cheaper. So you want to go to betterhelp.com slash GML. Guys, they are growing like crazy. They're hiring new people in all the states. Join the over 1 million people that are using betterhelp.com slash GML. That's their favorite link is betterhelp.com slash GML to get 10% off. Go join it. Get going today. Take control of your own your own mental future because your brain's got to run. It's got to run your body, y'all. Okay, when your body moves, when you talk, stuff like that, more than likely, unless you're running for president, there's brain involvement going on right there. <laughs> okay, y'all, so. I use BetterHelp right now. My therapist named is Natalie. She's great. She's helped me out a ton uh, over this pandemic because let me tell you, things got real, and so you you need someone to talk to. There's no shame. There's no shame in my game. All right. Betterhelp.com slash DML. And in fact, I just posted that on my brother's post here. <laughs> the comments. What did I he say? Betterhelp.com slash DML. <laughs> I'm going to get into what my brother said here in a minute because I want to go through these pros and cons first. And then I want to talk about, I kind of want to circle the show back to what we started with was like, does any of this matter? Um, and I, I want to go through what I feel or what I see people are feeling. And uh, and then what we can do about that. So do you think that this is um, Charlie, do you think this is the most important election of our lifetimes? (laughs) What do you think? No, you know, I'm actually I don't go with uh, I'm not going to go with the crowd on the hatred for that. I actually do kind of think this is uh, the most important election we've been involved in so far. I, I really do. I think that we're at a turning point here, USA. And uh, I think that I, I really do think we're at a tipping point. Like if you're going to elect uh, the the most Marxist senator to the vice presidency uh, when the president, potential president, uh, has only got uh, circa less than a year, then uh, then I, I think that we're really at a turning point at that time. And I know that we always say each election is the most important. And if we think that politics is important, we think the governor, the governor, the government is potentially uh, leading to the deaths of people. Uh, if we think that what's been going on this year has been crazy important, it is actually possible for as as the government gets bigger and bigger and more intrusive and more dangerous, that each election for the political figures would get more important than the previous one. And and so I do actually think this is a pretty important one. 
I just wish that would have meant they would come up with some better options. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> apparently wasn't important enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. This so the most important election of our lifetimes choose between uh, child molester one and, and womanizer <laughs> number two. There you go. Like, okay. Well, uh, I choose uh, B, C. <laughs> oh, man. Pros for Biden. So there's only a well, couple of okay. preface this with you already said we wish Dr. Joe Jorgensen and Spy Cone would win. But yes. let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen, man. They're not. It doesn't matter how many stepping stones you turn into frisbees, it doesn't matter how much bird feed you put on the bug zapper. It ain't happening. Okay. <laughs> and it's it's not in this day and age, it's not realistic. Now, I was talking to my girlfriend earlier. And uh, I'm not going to say who she voted for, but um, let's just say she she made the right choice. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to say who it is. I'm just saying I think it was the right choice. And so um, (laughs) she was saying something like that. She kind of struggled with it. She was like you. She struggled when she was standing there. And uh, then she was like, but I she's like, I just voted for the person that I truly want to win. And I was like, man, if everyone stood in that booth and was like, I want to vote for the person I truly want to win. Then I think Joe Jorgensen would have a legit shot. Yeah. That's the, the thing because going, most people are fed up. The thing you hear about the libertarian candidate all the time is, well, that would be great, but they just have no chance of winning. And from everyone, it, everyone says that, why would I vote for them? They don't have a chance of winning. And and that, to me, that's the biggest hurdle that the liber- the liber- the Libertarian Party, uh, which is a co uh, co branch that can regenerate that's the drunk version um, of the Libertarian it, Party, it filters out all the toxins and things like that. Um, they've been working overtime. Let me tell you what. But the Libertarian Party itself needs to work on the perception that there is a chance, and that's all they need to work on. Whether that is focusing everything on TV ads. Uh, just blitzes on Facebook PR like crazy, whatever amount it is, if they have to save up in their piggy banks for 20 years for their, for their funding before they can blow it all on one election, um, they have to change the perception that there is a chance that they could at least be competitive. And, and to me, you're going to start seeing 20%, 25% turnout uh, for people voting for the libertarian option. You know when libertarians are going to be viable? When they switch to Republicans? Nope. No, when okay, we sorry. become a, a multi-billion dollar company and we can drop $500 million on TV ads like Michael Bloomberg. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that's true. So sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash Liberty. Yeah. We're on our way to that billion dollar valuation. Okay, so... um Assuming that we would love for Dr. Joe Jorgensen and Spike Cohen to win, but we know that they are not actually going to, let's talk about the two candidates that actually have a chance of winning. Pros for Biden. And uh, I think I've seen some other ones through here. Uh, the pros for Biden, I've, I agree with this one. This one came from fee.org. Free your trade, so maybe get rid of some of the tariffs. Um, I, don't, I don't know what the exact impact has been specifically from the tariffs. Um, that is one of the problems with tariffs. They're almost like a VAT tax, like a value added tax. You don't really see 
the impact itself. Now, well, I mean, the price of lumber was pretty high. That's true. The price of lumber and, did go up a bunch. Um, yeah, yeah. Which affected home prices. If John and, King was listening right now, he'd be punching me in the face saying that we don't know exactly what the impact <laughs> was. Um, yeah. So what I'm saying is I I don't know. I might have felt the impact from the tariffs, but I don't know specifically that that's what it was from. But you're making so much money, it didn't really hurt you that Yeah, long. I don't even... I got checks just <laughs> laying around here right now. I don't you got even, a whole bunch of wood just sitting behind you. Look at this. I got so much extra wood, <laughs> I just put it up back here just for fun, you know? Doesn't matter the percentage of tariffs on it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Tariffs are a lot to me like a value added tax where you you don't know specifically where the extra costs are coming from. You just know, maybe you know something costs a little bit more. Maybe you don't even notice. Whereas yeah. a sales tax, you're going to see that percentage right there. Uh, you you know when the government's costing you more money through an income tax or a sales tax. The tariffs, the value added taxes, things like that, inflation, those are hidden taxes. So I don't know what exact, what exact effect the the tariff war has has um had on my pocketbook uh, but i am definitely a proponent of the free trade and if biden would get rid of uh every single tariff then i'd be fine with that and then the other one that fee came up with was more legal immigration and i'm i'm also okay with that too i don't see any problem with people coming into this country uh the only problem that you ever run into is with the welfare state. We all know that. Uh, so that is the actual problem that needs solved. But I don't have any issues with people coming into this country whatsoever. Uh, if they are not taking from welfare, which the majority of them do do not, I think a lot of people need to... Re- like, there is a percentage of people that take from the welfare system. It is yeah. not the overwhelming majority of people. Um, I mean, I, I, illegal immigrants do get more and more benefits these days, uh, like yeah, school and yeah. things like that that they don't that they don't pay for. Um, but even, I mean, even your illegal illegal immigrants are still paying taxes. Yeah, dude, everyone in the bottom percent gets benefits that they don't pay for. The bottom fifty percent, right. you know, like it's true. The, that's the that's kind of the case. And now you're talking about adding more people into there, so, so it gets more expensive for the people who are paying. For it, it does. It does. <laughs> but. Overall, our libertarian values, I know I'm Mr. You know, status Nate over here with the wall, but I do look at this as a pro. I want more people to come into this country. So the, the I, more immigration itself is a positive. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. So uh, give me those are the only pros for Biden I can come up with. Uh, there's another one I think I saw coming through here, but I think this could get us back to uh, a conservative uh, Republican and libertarians, all of these people that can maybe get back to the Tea Party kind of folks, those fake ass Tea Party people who acted like they cared about small government or big government. If we could get those people coming back again, uh, caring about the government getting too big, um, at least they could uh, talk about their hollow values for the next four months uh, or four years. And that would be really nice until their guy gets in and they don't give two shits. Sorry about all the cursing. My bad. Um, At least we could grab some clips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you saying the right thing. At least we could get some good speeches out of some people that talk about wanting a smaller government while their person is not in charge. And and that would at least be good from a content standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's the only other positive I've got. That's, that's yeah, it. I don't... Um... 
Less riots, maybe. I can't think of any other pros for Biden, honestly, um, except for the fact maybe he won't get a whole lot done. That might be a pro. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a lot of this is going to really depend on um, the House and the Senate races as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it looks like the Democrats are going to keep control of the House. And if the Senate flips, that's going to get really interesting. Um, if, it, if the Senate flips and the House stays the same or roughly the same, and then Trump remains president. Well, that's base best case scenario for everybody. Just you know, pretty pretty nothing. much because then it's deadlock. Yeah. And four years of deadlock sounds amazing to me. You know, <laughs> someone had told me that they would they'd rather see Biden win and the uh Senate remain Republican. And that is not the only bad thing about this is that we have entered into an age where the executive just writes executive orders for for about anything that they want to do. Um, mm-hmm. And I think not so much Biden, but when it becomes President Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, um, I think that will be the executive orders, like the executive orders from hell that none of us want to deal with. And it's not going to matter if there's a Republican Senate in there. She'll just start putting people in prison. She'll do it. She'll just. Yeah. She, I don't. There's no telling what she'll do. She's going to once the gulags are finally built, there's no telling where <laughs> where the people are going to go. She'll put the Republicans in prison and until there's only Democrats left to fill in the Senate guys there, we're obviously joking around about this. I'm not trying to fear monger that she's going to put people in gulags, you know? Um, but you're just qualifying. That's a joke. Hi man. That's a joke. Hey, that's a joke. Okay. (laughs) Just so you know, kind of, well, clearly you're saying those (laughs) things about uh, Kamala because you are obviously racist. Well, yeah, that's, I hate, I, I absolutely, um, hate, People of whatever, uh, I mean, whatever descent it See, is, because yeah. I've heard all of the descents, uh, what, whatever ethnicity and races uh, that she is a part of. Um, I just hate anyone. That's the only way you can have an opposite anyone. opinion. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You can't be uh, you can't be someone who loves people of any color and disagree with someone on a political standpoint. You're just racist. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. that she's got the most. Uh, socialist voting record in the Senate, more so than Bernie Sanders, who we dedicated a website to. Um, it's not that. It's that she's uh, black. And it's That's, not that she put people in prison <clears throat> and blocked evidence from, you know, exonerating people on death row. No, no. Yeah. It's not that she had over <clears throat> 1,500 uh, marijuana arrests and yeah. imprisonment. Not for anything like that. No, yeah. it has to be because of the color of her skin. Yeah. That's what we make everything <clears throat> about. Anyway, moving on. Let's go over some pros for Trump and some of the things we've seen over the last four years. Actually, um, the first one would be less regulation, which has happened. Now they they have added some, but and it's not anywhere close to what libertarians want. I get it, but uh, you know the regulation rollback has been good, and it's obviously been good for business. Now we realize that there is still a lot of fake money out there, and we basically. Um, you know, just pumped in six or $10 trillion into the economy. And we're going to see the effects of that eventually one day, but less regulation is always a good thing. The next one, less lockdowns. It's, it's more likely that we will see fewer shutdowns um, imposed at the federal level. Uh, if Trump is the president versus Biden, because man, if Biden wins and one person dies from COVID, <laughs> it'll be his fault. Um, the third one 
F the media. <laughs> That's what I put on it. <laughs> so the pro for Trump winning yeah. is the reason I was considering voting for him in the first place yeah. was because he's such the a tool to the media. Like I <laughs> I I was scrolling through the I was scrolling through my news app last night. It is it's when people do things that are like pathological, like lying and the gaslighting and the blame like that are just so blatant and that just drives me insane and so i consider a trump presidency another four years of it to be a little bit of an fu to the media which is something i really really want to do i want them to feel like failures i really do hysterical yes i want to see them screaming silently at the sky and i want to see all kinds of stuff like that like that is a big pro to me Mm -hmm. so next one continue to lower taxes potentially now hopefully we lower the spending as well but god knows that's not going to happen but (laughs) hey anytime they steal less money from you maybe that's a good thing um and potentially no new wars so in trump's four years he hasn't started any new wars and i thought for sure we were going to go to war with iran and luckily he sent Rand paul over there and we did not go to war with iran so that has been a good thing. We did an episode Ooh. called War uh, with Iran is Imminent. We did. And then yeah. I sang War. Who? Good God. Yeah. No. And it tur- um, turns out Trump is pretty anti-war. Yeah. He's anti-new war anyway. Right. Well, he wants to build more buildings, not tear them down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's a slogan. <laughs> you see a Trump hotel in every country. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, welcome to Afghanistan. You stay in that Trump hotel. <laughs> that was great, man. That was so good. Won't get us canceled. Uh, the at next all. one you have here is uh, slow the woke mob. <laughs> <laughs> Enlighten us on that one. So I put slow the woke mob by what I mean by that is the cancel culture that's coming. That's obviously overtaking everything. The things I was thinking about on that are taking out the um, the oh, what is the the freaking theory that they took out of the classrooms out of the government stuff um whatever whatever that critical race theory that thing sorry good lord um slowing the woke scold the woke mob the the rampant uh marxism from actually taking some of the powerful positions now i realize they're still growing as far as an idea goes but if you can do little things like removing critical race theory and and some of this other some of this other stuff that's going on, um, I just basically fighting it back for a minute. Now that might be a losing fight, you know, uh, but that's a pro I could come up with for four years. Is that you could at least hold them back for a second? I don't know. I've got a few more pros. Okay, go um, ahead. Uh, potentially, healthcare is not going to get any worse um, under Trump. Uh, under Bi- under Biden, I think it will be. I think Biden, the Biden Harris presidency, um, even though he says he's not going to get rid of private insurance, adding the public option, which is going to add more regulation, it's going to make things more expensive and healthcare will will be ultimately worse so that they can eventually in four to eight years or 12 years move to a, a single payer system. Yeah, they're going to they're going to keep tearing it down until they can get to single payer. Um, that's one thing the Democrats are really good at. They just take these little victories. Yep. Yep. Like, man, they'll just take a little victory. They're on like a 1000 year time horizon or something. And, you know, they are. I wish, I wish, um, 
libertarians or right-leaning people or whatever, people who like small government would consider that as a strategy is uh, to take little victories every once in a while, mm -hmm. even if it's not perfect, you know, yeah. don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good or whatever. Good be the enemy of the per. I don't know. The, it's something my grandpa used to say and his mind was gone by that time. So I don't really know. Um, <laughs> he was in Biden land. <clears throat> yeah. So <laughs> I think it's perfect be the enemy of the good, but uh, that's one thing that uh, a lot of libertarians won't do is maybe uh, support someone who isn't perfect, but maybe they would move us closer towards liberty over time. And I don't know if Trump is that person. I don't, I don't think we've moved. I don't know if we've moved a lot closer to Liberty. I kind of look at this as uh, the ship is sinking and maybe Trump plugged a couple holes, but at least he stopped uh, shooting so many holes in the bottom of it or he's shooting them in slower than the other people were. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, I definitely look at it that way. And That's and maybe that is you got to if you're just driving towards that right there, you got to shift back to neutral and just kind of come to a rolling stop. And then and then you can go back in the other direction. And so maybe you need a slowdown period where we had so much massive government that there has to be a slowdown period in the overall growth or whatever. And then you and then you start slowly coming back towards liberty over mm -hmm. time. I don't think just shifting or right in reverse. I think that'll just going to blow your tranny out, man. And uh, from you'll pop the clutch. That's for sure. Yeah, it ain't a good <laughs> idea. You're going to drop your tranny on the ground and that ain't going to help anybody. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we got to let her slow down the neutral and then we're going to shift them in the reverse and we're going to get going. Okay. Yeah. So I think last time you told me you're at the border wall, there ain't many body shops down there. No, 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 I don't have any body shops here at my border wall. <laughs> at all another pro for trump i think is uh criminal justice i think it's been blatantly obvious that trump is better on criminal justice than <laughs> biden and harris i agree so i i think like things like the first step act is a, the first step act is a step in the right direction so to speak maybe even the first and, one yeah considering it was the first step yeah um, you have to take the first one before you can follow up. And he's, you know, freed some people like I think. And, and um, I, I think he's definitely helped um, and listened to those um, in, especially the minority community. And I know um, for as much as you hate her, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian was doing some good work uh, trying to get some people free that didn't deserve to be there. So there's still a long Long, long, winding, twisting road for criminal justice, but I really think Trump's better on criminal justice than yeah. I than than Biden is, Biden Harris. Um, and the last one would be I, I talked about healthcare, didn't I? Healthcare did. and criminal yeah. justice. Um, I don't remember what the last one was for pros had, for Trump. Yeah, I had three three additional pros. Mm. But um, well, you let me know. We'll be going here for another three minutes. <laughs> oh, I know. It's uh, the Second Amendment. Now, oh, Ugh. Trump hasn't been great on the Second Amendment. OK, he banned bump stocks. Terrible idea. Um, he's he's. But I think as far as who is more pro gun out of the people who are actually going to win, it would be Trump. Yeah. Um, not Biden. And so. obviously, you're just someone who uh, continues to go for the lesser of two evils, Charlie. 
that's really all you are. We're having a conversation about the people <laughs> who are actually probably going to win. Yeah. Yeah. This is all about getting our minds right. Is your prediction still Biden? <clears throat> um, uh, dude, I have no clue at all. The only thing I can I'm go still by. sticking with Trump. The only thing I've been able to go by is the market now. And as far as the market is concerned, Trump's got this thing in the bag today because <laughs> the market just was up 2% today on election day. And yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, I would have never expected that. I've been, I was waiting to go short the whole time. The thing's just been running up and it's, it's crazy. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm heavily holding uh, EV stocks. Yeah. I've got a, a decent position on Neo and Tesla. Not telling you guys what to trade, but um, if you want to learn how to do that, go to mastermytrades.com, mastermystocks.com. But uh, that's what I'm holding. I haven't really been day well, one, I haven't had time to day trade lately because the business, somehow, our business is um, doing really well right now. And all of my time is being sucked up for that. Um, <clears throat> so that's one reason. But at the same time, the, the market has been so crazy lately that, uh, you know, day trading for me, at least in the limited time that I have, hasn't been ideal but i am holding uh some ev stocks because i think regardless who wins whether it's trump or biden that you know, ev will be good because if trump wins i think the market rebounds yeah um if biden wins then the market probably declines a bit but i think um ev's going to maintain and i think if biden wins i think the market goes back to where it was in march yeah and a little bit below because that was a reaction to lockdowns and um <clears throat> Biden's going to have more lockdowns. So, yep. <clears throat> excuse me, there's a frog in my throat right now. Okay, let's cons the, for Biden. The biggest pro for Biden is maybe another season of The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wondering if he would You're reprise fired. that. Yeah. Um, fired. Cons for Biden, which is one of the biggest uh, political action committees out there. Uh, <laughs> so, here's the cons for Biden tax hikes. That's not good. As this, this, uh, these next four things are from fee.org. We've been adding in a bunch of others. Uh, Biden Democrats broadly want to raise corporate taxes and taxes on the rich. But as economics teaches us, the cost of these taxes will, at least in part, be passed on to workers and consumers. And that is what everyone needs to realize. Is Biden keeps saying, he's like, <clears throat> you make less than $400,000 a year, your taxes aren't going to the And everybody cheers. And, um, so apparently if you make less than $400,000 a year, then your taxes are another thing. Yeah. Tax That's taxes. So make sure the rich guys are paying all those taxes on stuff. You know, and that's, that's pretty much it right there. Did you watch Tucker Carlson do like play those videos? Of the no. Idea? Oh my God. It was so good. Uh, it was so good. I don't know how he kept a straight face doing it. <laughs> so the, the base you won yesterday. Well, you sh I saw the video you sent me yesterday. It was good. Oh, okay. Um, the the basic idea here we all know is that consumers pay taxes. Anyone who is involved of the really the producing and selling of anything, they're not they're not paying the taxes. The people that mm. they sell stuff to pay taxes. So if you are on the consumption end of the economy where you don't make anything that you use at all, you're only consuming. And any taxes that go up on people who produce anything or who make money from the production of things, those taxes are just going to get passed on to you through the increased cost of all the stuff that you consume. That's all it is. You know how terrible this sounds, but it's the truth. 
What? You know who pays the taxes for our healthcare company? Who? Patients. Yeah, that's true. Because I charge enough <clears throat> money to the hospital corporations to do development for them that where my my business's income minus taxes is enough to for me to want to do it. Yeah. And if and if if I charged any less than what I did to do my work, then I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put up with it. It's not worth it. A little side note for healthcare. Um, I was talking, and this is totally normal. This is not a, this is not a negative about anyone. This is just crazy to see the consumer purchasing ideas. Uh, so my grandma was needing a uh, a new uh, walker, a new aid, and those are real expensive, Charlie. I don't know if you know that. You know, like freaking mm. hot rods. You know, they're <laughs> real. They can be like three, four hundred bucks for those things. Jeez. And so I was getting on there and I was like, well, you know, you can get them for like, uh, you can get them for like 40 or 50 bucks on Amazon and pretty good. You know what they said? Well, oh, Medicare is going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just boom. 10 times the cost. <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> right there. Legit 10 times. Now she, she did end up, I think, going with a cheaper one because it was a better uh, option or whatever. But that's what consumer spending uh, really looks like under the government paying for things. Uh, so the huge spending increases, uh, the nonpartisan committee for a responsible budget projects that under Biden, the national debt will reach 129% of the size of the entire economy by 2030. Mm. Now um, we've had a bit of a debt increase while Trump was in office as well, but I do agree that that debt increase would be a whole lot more if it were Biden in office or Harris <clears throat> both of those. Uh, the minimum wage, that's something that they're going to be pushing for. That is something that they could try and do with executive orders. Uh, they're, they could put that in pretty quick. That is going to completely kill tons of businesses and tons of jobs. It, mm -hmm. it is a complete god-awful idea, whether you want people to make more money or not. And this tired argument of, well, if they can't afford to pay a living wage and they don't need to be in business anyway. Well, isn't that nice for you to make that decision for the person that works there? That's great for you over there, Mr. Twitter troll for you to decide that that other person doesn't need a job. That's yeah. that must be nice for you to be mm -hmm. able to say that. Um, anyway, mountains of new red tape and regulations on issues from big tech to the gig economy. Biden's fellow Democrats want to pass regulations that would destroy jobs and potentially even wipe out entire industries. And we'll add on to that oil, fracking, stuff like that, uh, been clearly obvious, especially moving towards things like the Green New Deal. Tons of jobs destroyed, potentially way more expensive energy in ideas that are not even tested. I mean, we don't even have the capability of storing up all the energy. You got California doing stuff like banning cars that run on gas, new cars that run on gas after a certain year, and they got rolling blackouts through the whole, they can't even provide electricity for everyone. And they're <laughs> mandating that people move over to electric vehicles at the same time. Someone tell me how a human being wraps their brain around that idea. I don't just, get it at all. Just because they want to do it. They want to be the one that gets put down in yeah. history. Yeah. I'm the yeah. one who mandated all these electric vehicles, man. It, it was it was me that did it, not the market. The market <laughs> didn't decide. It's like, you know, the government likes to tout all these wins all the time. Like, um, you know, one good libertarian uh, talking point is, well, if it wasn't for these government regulations on vehicles, like cars wouldn't be as safe. 
It's like, no, well, actually, car accidents and, and injuries were trending downward to begin with. Yeah. Before the Department of Safety came in and added new regulations. They, you know, child labor was phasing out before the government came in and said no child labor allowed. Yeah. Like those things were already happening. And so, and then government likes to step in and be like, oh, well, look at all these wonderful things that we did. Could you imagine? And and then the other side uses it as a talking point. You know, they're like, oh, well, you know, if it wasn't for the government, then we'd still have child labor. Don't you, you want your kid working? It's like, look, but circa 1900 and before every kid was working, <laughs> not you, you died. You had you starved to. to death. You, you had to. Yeah. Child labor is, was the default position of human beings. Yeah. That's, that's just the way it was. And it wasn't until we became rich enough. We were like, Oh, our kids don't have to work. We can put little Johnny in school and maybe he'll be smart enough to develop a, whatever, a a rocket that'll come back down and land. (laughs) Um, So like, I I just don't, that, that just really grinds my biscuits. my Yeah. The only good example there would be is if the government say in 1975 had mandated that we switch over to electric vehicles and then, and then the musks would have been like, Oh, okay, well we'll start Tesla then that's cool. And, uh, but that's not what happens. What happens is, uh, the private market develops the technology and then the government wants to come in and act like they did something in it. And really what they're trying to do is uh, the industry has came up and they need to get money from certain people. So they write regulation that benefits certain people so they can get some money and they wait. They have to wait for the industry to already be there or they wouldn't get any uh, good payouts from it. So exactly. they got to do that. But there's also, I mean, you were talking about the, there's things like seatbelt regulate airbags, all kinds of stuff like that. These things were already trending down um, at that time. And they, they just like to swoop in and act like they did something on it. And it gets, it gets rather annoying, man. I'm going to tell you what. It does, man. You go continue on. I got uh, some vacuuming going on. I hear that. All right. Okay. So running through this, the big, you know, the big con for Biden, I think, is going to be, uh, well, socialism, Marxism, all that kind of stuff popping up. But let's go through some of the cons for Trump real quick. Now, if Trump gets reelected, let's talk about what some of the bad things that are going to come from that are. Number one bad thing I think that pops up on everyone's mind. First thing I wrote down was the left is going to go insane. Insanie. They're going to go nuts, man. They're going to be burning stuff down. Now, here's an issue. And uh, we'll all have to figure out where we stand on this. Because if the left does go insane, like what a lot of people think they're going to, Trump is not going to be worried about re-election anymore. Which means you're going to see a whole lot more tanks and armored vehicles rolling down the streets at that time. Because he's not worried about the election anymore. And so you saw some covert military minivan operations going on in Portland and you in different different places around the country, I think it'll be a lot different, and we could end up um, with a bigger issue because I don't know if Trump will hold back on sending the military into the streets when the cities are burning down this time around. I I don't know if he will. So that could be a big con for Trump getting in. All although that's a bit of a blackmail to con because what you what you've got is the left saying, "Hey, if your guy gets in, we're gonna burn your shit." And it's going to make you have a reaction to that. And like a little kid in the back seat, you know, when your little sibling just kept poking you in the face and then they kept poking you and then you hauled off and you slapped them. And then they started crying and told your mom and you got in trouble. 
Yeah. That's what the left is. Yeah. That's exactly they're you know when you watch a football game, someone someone instigates something, the ref doesn't see it. And the other person turns around and hauls off and pushes them because that the other guy did something. And then and then it's the second guy that gets in trouble. Yeah. Like the left is the instigator of the violence. Okay. That they just are at most of the time. Most of the time. So that is a bit of a, a con there. The national debt, this goes for both of them. This is a con for the future. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter who gets in. National debt's going up. The deficit, I don't know if anyone's going to work on fixing it. If anyone were going to work on fixing it, I think I, don't know, I think Trump would do a better job just because the spending might stay lower. I don't know. I don't trust any, either one of them to fix it. So this is a con for both oh, of them. Look at Trump's life. He doesn't care about debt. No, no. The problem is he can't file bankruptcy on this right. debt. You can't. Oh, can. It just means inflation. It's just bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the cons would be the uh, the continued conflicts overseas, meaning we still have people in Afghanistan and all other kinds of countries around the world. Now we give Trump credit where credit is due. He hasn't started any new wars, which I know sounds ridiculous, but that's a first I think since I've been alive is for a president to to have a term and not start a new war. He deserves mm -hmm. a little bit of freaking credit for that. Just a little bit. Even if it's just trying to be a slightly normal person when it comes to not picking new countries to drop bombs on. But the con is, is that we're not pulling out fast enough. The con is the conflicts will remain regardless. So this is more of a con if you're comparing to a Joe Jorgensen kind yep. of thing. So a lot of these cons are for both. My my granddaddy always told me to pull out fast. Yeah. And to me, a big yeah. con, this is the, <laughs> this is the big, it took you a while. This is the big overall con for Trump winning. Uh, huge con. Huge, huge con. Um, this is the last one here. Uh, I think it will continue to destroy conservatism and conservatism in the small government type of ide ideology. Uh, mm -hmm. not like a uh, Christian conservative uh, thing, it's, but boards the populism. Yes. And uh, we've already talked about this. If you guys don't remember, I know we've sounded like we were just pro Trump MAGA people over the last couple months, but really we've just been anti-media. Um, uh, we've done several episodes talking about how Republicans need to be careful because just blindly following Trump on everything means that when a, a new person is in office, You've got no principled leg to stand on. You can't talk about spending anymore. You can't talk about anyone's personal lives anymore whatsoever. People have loved to do that. Ooh, look at this crazy thing that this person said uh, way back when. Uh, this is scandalous. No, Trump's been the president for four years. Mm -hmm. You lost You lost your footing on that. Um, small government. Uh, government still getting bigger, y'all. Still happening. Um, we're still writing all kinds of executive orders. Uh, we're still, we're still bombing countries currently right now, which I guess that's part of conservatism. Um, it's, it's, it's a problem because the longer this goes on, the less of an argument, anyone on the small government, other than libertarians, anyone on the small government Republican side has any principled footing to stand on in an argument. Because it will always go back to, well, Trump. And the problem is, anyone who decides they want to say, well, Trump did this, they're going to have a crap ton of those things to say. A yeah. lot of them. 
Okay. So it could completely destroy your traditional small government Tea Party conservative argument mm -hmm. the longer this goes into the future. Agree. So I chili con queso concur. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, we'll go back to it real quick. Charlie, does this matter? So I, I, I want to answer that oh, question. Yeah. My brother who yeah. made a post today. Yeah. And this is where I, I commented uh, the better help ad for him to sign up because he says today is either going to end great or with me wanting to literally die. <laughs> Either way, hooray, anxiety. And uh, so my brother's a libertarian socialist, and he mostly <laughs> wants uh, Biden to beat Trump. Anything to get Trump out of office. And so a lot of people are like, oh, I couldn't sleep last night when I dreamed the the dawn was prominent. Um, and uh, all these people saying, unfortunately, today isn't the day. And this is a terrifying year. And everybody feels anxiety and all this. And I'm just like, man. I commented and I said, when we wake up to realize we've allowed our government to have too much power, I dream of a day where none of us will have anxiety despite who's chosen for president because they have so little power over our lives, it won't matter. And I got two people to love that comment. <laughs> And then everybody's just in here talking about their anxiety. So then I just posted the BetterHelp ad. Yeah. That and, is. Uh, maybe some people will use it and it'll help them. You posted the solution to the problem. That's what it is. The, yeah. Anyone who's super anxious today, we, we talk about the solution all the time. The government has to get smaller. This, it is ridiculous that people uh, like your brother Trey. And I'm sorry he feels that way, but uh, I mean, I honestly think there could be people that commit suicide if Trump wins. I mm -hmm. really think that that's possible. And that's and ridiculous. So sad. And the power, the problem is the power that the government itself has, uh, because who cares? Like what, what we've said and Stapleton said and all kinds of other people have said, Trump has already been on earth for 70 years before he became president. Everyone was fine. Actually, it was kind of funny to watch. The issue is the power that he has. And that that's not a problem just with Trump because you don't know who's ever going to be after that. And so you can't let the office have that much power. Yeah. Well, and you see this time, you know, I was talking to Stephanie about this the other night. <clears throat> You've seen this throughout history. And the problem has been that we end up building a power structure. We build the structure up enough to where the tyrants eventually come in. I mean, you saw this happen in Germany when Hitler was voted in. Right. And you, you see this, saw this problem in China and in Korea and Vietnam. Uh, same thing happened in Venezuela, right. With Chavez and then Maduro took over and you're that you build the power structure. I always say, I always say, man, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. You build the structure for tyrants to come in and they will find their way in somehow. And, and then what do you what kind of defense do you have that's stacked against you? The system is so powerful that someone can come in and actually destroy your life. And my question is, why do we focus so much about who that per, who what person is going to wield that power rather than the power itself? That's one thing I think the founders did the best job at doing. Now, of course, 
every society eventually devolves into tyranny. So I don't know if we could ever build a society that doesn't do that. But I think they consciously thought about how can we avoid tyranny for the longest period of time. And that's when they came up with what they came up with. But it wasn't obviously stringent enough because we have completely bastardized the process of which this uh, country was founded. And the federal government was only supposed to be for the specific enumerated powers. And we have, I mean, my God, I was trying to list off the departments to my brother. I think we have more unelected bureaucrats in government now than we do as far as departments are concerned. than we do the, the actual all of government that we actually elect. There's more people who are creating regulation, which is law, by the way, without representation. We have no, we have no say over who gets into those positions whatsoever. And it has become, it has become, to me, it's become increasingly sad that rather than banding, banding together as, as the people and demanding from our government that they do not have this power over us, we'd rather fight over who, who we want to have that power so we can destroy the other side. And that to me is just sickening. It's, it's just absolutely sickening. So today's a somber day. It's a, you know, a day where I'll lay my head at night. I'll lay, I'll lay my head down tonight and I'll rest easy because of who I'm voting for, who I believe in. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's also kind of sad. I'm sad at, a, at the amount of people who are going to be so upset in either direction. doesn't matter. Because if Biden wins, there's going to be a lot of people that are upset. If Trump wins, there's going to be a lot of people that are upset. And it, it really is disheartening. Um, but it's why we do what we do every single day, because there is a better way, folks. There's a better way. And also, what we talk about is not only do we talk about the better way, we talk about taking personal responsibility. And so regardless of who the president ends up being, you don't have to be a victim. There's nothing in there that says if Biden or Trump is elected that you have to be a victim and your life is over. There are things that you can still do to, to get ahead and win and to put yourself in a position that if, if shit ever hits the fan, then you can hop in a boat and paddle up the creek. <laughs> and uh, one thing I posted on Twitter with, I, I think some people took the wrong way. Uh, it's time for libertarians to take personal responsibility on the failing of the idea of libertarianism in the hearts and minds of people around the country. Uh, if there's anything libertarians should be able to do, it's take personal responsibility for things because that's kind of the whole basis of the idea. And we need to take responsibility for the fact that this idea is not gaining steam as much as it could be. Now, there's all kinds of excuses we can make. It's the government's got too much power. The media is against us doing all kinds of stuff like that. I don't care. Guess what? Everyone who's a victim in some kind of way can make tons of excuses for why they're not where they want to be. What we have to do is figure out how to win that battle, how to do a better job. What is the best way that we can push libertarianism, that we can actually grow these ideas of limited government? And the way that we're going to be able to do that, which I'm actually kind of excited about once the election is over, is we can finally get back to talking about ideas when it comes to all these different things going on. And it doesn't just have to be being so frustrated uh, because at that point, I won't care as much about what the media is saying when it's not running up to an election. Uh, so after we get this all settled out, that's one pro for Biden winning 
is we'll finally just be able to talk about the person in power and, and what they should actually be doing and not have this cloud of of TDS slash uh, Trump populism thing over us the whole time. So that's yeah. one positive thing to look at. But guys, it's on us to fix it. Take responsibility. If people aren't getting it, that's because you're not saying the right things. You're not sharing the right stuff. You should be sharing the show for sure. Uh, it means we're not saying all the right stuff or people aren't getting the message. And we have to do a better job doing that. Tell them why this is better for them. Tell them why this is better for the people that they want to help. Okay? Take it. Take that responsibility, even if it is the media's fault or it's someone else's fault. If the government's too big or you didn't get enough money or whatever. Take the responsibility to fix it. That is mm. all you can do is take it on yourself to get the message of small, limited government libertarianism out there to as many people as possible and quit waiting on the party to do it. Quit waiting on the debate commission to decide to let people to come into the debates or whether or not people get on the ballots. Stop sitting here waiting for other people to help us push the message and you guys get out there and do it all the time, which is what you're doing by being Patreon supporters of this show, by going to patreon.com slash Liberty, helping us get that message out there because we got ads running all the time, except for right now, they said we can't run political advertising until after the election. So oh, well. nothing going on right now, uh, but as soon as that, as soon as the election is over, we'll be able to get some stuff going on. Uh, yeah. But just... Well, and, and you make a good point, like taking that personal responsibility that shifts the power to mm -hmm. you. That means you can do something about it. So it's, it's, it's powerful stuff, man. People scratching other people's backs. I got to tell you. So uh, I, uh, interesting comments here. Uh, Maurice, who's been a longtime supporter of the show and a great guy. Um, he is black and he said, I've had my blackness challenged to my face because I wasn't voting for Biden. If it really mattered to me, I would have taken their head off, but it's crazy. Like, how can you challenge someone who actually is black and say, well, you're not black. I mean, Biden even said it. If you, yeah, he literally you know, said that. <laughs> if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. That's so crazy. And then Magoo said, you're still black to me, Maurice. <laughs> I thought that was good. You're still black to all of us, Maurice. And we love you. Um, so I think I'm regardless, just, it's just, he's still black because he's black. <laughs> like, right, there's, exactly. no, there's no challenging. That. There's no challenging anything. I don't care if he votes for a frog. Yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway, if you want to be part of this discussion, as Nate said, go to patreon.com slash good morning liberty. We got all kinds of cool perks in there. So not only are you putting your money where your mouth is and spreading this message of liberty that we all hold dear, you are joining some cool things like the conversations that we're having with the live group. And there's all kinds of special perks on there. Nate adds all kinds of good stuff there when he has time. Um, and so tons of things on there to check out. I mean, if you sign up right now, there's a lot of videos and everything that you get that no one else has besides the Patreon group. So patreon.com slash good morning Liberty for as little as five bucks, you get the live feed every single day when we want to and uh, help, help support that. And then Nate, um, you mentioned a little bit about the stock market. Yeah, but. a little bit of stock market stuff. Go to MasterMyTrades or MasterMyStonks.com. If you guys want to start learning, get involved. We are talking options, futures, the regular old stock market, doing all kinds of stuff over there right now. So go you to MasterMyStonks. You can make money if it goes up or down, by yeah. the way. So regardless I, of who wins the election, yeah, there's it, money to be made. I'm going to wait and see what happens tonight and look for uh, look for the availability of a futures position. Try and get in and uh, just see if... See if we can make a play on that, uh, depending on what they come up with tonight. 
if they do announce somehow that Biden has just overwhelmingly won a bunch of stuff, uh, well, I'll be looking for a short entry more than likely, and I'll take her down wherever she needs to go, man. I'm not even going to ask <laughs> questions, okay? So anyway, go to mastermytrades.com or mastermystocks.com and start learning. You got to learn how to read the charts, uh, what it what it is to be a day trader or a swing trader, any of those things, how to use your ordering platform, how to manage your risk, what strategies we use. So get to learn. And there's over 200 videos on the website, mastermystocks.com. Lots of videos to go through, man. And then y'all, please continue to share the show. The numbers are ridiculous. And uh, we just, we can't thank every single one of you enough for taking the time to listen and sharing the show. Leave us that rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you do all of that. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you guys have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.